Welcome to Your Wild Side, brought to you by the Friends of Scotch and Peaks Wilderness. I'm Phil Huff, your host and wilderness guide this week. On our first podcast, we will feature Sandy Compton, who grew up on the wild side of paradise. And I'm Britta Meyerly, and I want my child, Thea, to grow up wild. Wait, what? The script really says that? Oh, well, let's get on with the show. A great day for a walk outside. Nothing like the smells of spring. And aren't these views amazing? What's that down there? That's the Blue Sea Ranch. North of there is one of the wildest sides of the Scotchman Peaks. Not much else around. What a wild place to grow up in. That's what Sandy would tell us. Phil, I have to admit something. I'm not outside. I'm at home in my office. Shh. Be quiet, Britta. Our listeners can't see that. Okay. When my mother was growing up and her children and grandchildren, as if I ever really did, many children living between home and paradise grew up wild, and they still do. Folks trying to get started in the Clark Fork Valley often have to work so hard to plant themselves that there's no time to cultivate the children also. Instead, we are thrown as young seeds into the yard. If you grew up wild, you remember. You kids go outside and play, someone says, and off we go into a yard the size of which is determined by how adventurous we are. Those young seeds grow like weeds. Don't they tell us so? That kid is growing like a weed, the neighbor says, as if the kid isn't standing there in the kitchen, as if the girl doesn't know exactly who they're talking about, as if the boy is suddenly invisible. You kids go out and play we hear as the back door slams behind us, and don't slam the door. To the edge of the yard where the woods grow dark we go, and then a few steps into the forest, and a few more, until one day we look back and the house is gone, disappeared. You can't see us, we think, playing peekaboo with the entire civilized world. We turn and look out to the big rock that will one day be the battlements of the Alamo, the uprooted tree that will become the rolling deck of a clipper ship, beating its way upwind through the Straits of Magellan. But that's later, after our native wildness gives birth to even wilder imaginations. In the beginning, we are saved by our parents, calling us in from play, to bath or bed or dinner, back to the house before it gets too late. But it's already too late. We are already started on that first faint trail to wildness, even if it's just the one that leads a ways past the outhouse. We grow like weeds, like daisies, wild and beautiful in the fields, and in the sunny glades of the forest, and the yard gets bigger, size dictated by length of daylight, our ability to escape chores, willingness to pack our own lunch, and again, that magic evolvement rising between our ears, our growing adventurousness. There is a great satisfaction in finding our way out and back of our own volition and ability. Granted, someone is there to provide a bit of education in the way of wildness. Older friends and cousins and parents who take us up the creek fishing and let us walk home, pointing us down the dusty road before rattling off in the truck. Stay close to the road, they caution. Okay, Mom and Dad. Yeah, right. This leads to secret shortcuts and stealthy dog trots across neighbors' fields and getting temporarily confused 
but only temporarily. We always find our way home. How was the walk, Mom asks. It was easy to follow the road, wasn't it? Yeah, Mom, easy. And she looks at us out of the corner of one eye, and we smile wanly and go wash up for dinner, noticing in the mirror a long strand of black moss that got mixed with our hair when we dove into the brush to escape discovery by the neighbors. Parents and children know then that the road is a reference point, a last resort, a thread running through the eye of the needle that is the house in the haystack that is the forest, one that we can follow home, but only if we have to. Growing up between hope and paradise means knowing what Virginia creeper is, that it clings to buildings in the fall like the tongue of flame, as single diamonds of rain leap from the serrated edges of the leaves toward earth from under the eaves of a cedar-shake roof. It means knowing the difference between tag alder and vine maple and hating them both with equal ardor once you have had your shins bloodied and then clanked continually until such time that the next contact threatens to bring tears. Growing up wild means knowing innately whether it is a waxing or waning moon. The night sky is a map for us and a compass. We know the Pleiades and Cassiopeia and Cygnus and Ursa's major and minor. We who grow up wild may be uncultivated, but we are not unculturable. We come to appreciate Mozart and Tchaikovsky and even Dvorak. We learn to love and to tell the difference between Matisse and Renoir and even old Pablo. Well, some of us do. We fall under the spell of great art, but we want to lay down on the floor of the museum and put our hands behind our heads and stare at a painting for the better part of several days until the landscape of the art becomes part of us, as we do with a range of mountains, a stream drainage, or a high rock basin, our wild places. When you grow up wild, you have a sense of wild places. You find them by the way you feel when you enter one, at home, at ease, on your toes, in the presence of God, able. You feel able, more so you are. You have learned to be independent, to think for yourself, that the well-beaten path of culture sometimes leads off a cliff, depending on who engineered it. That's what comes of growing up wild, and I caution you about what to tell your children about such things. I urge you, when the time comes, to say with good intent, You kids, go out in the yard and play. We need wild things in this world, we do. For if we insist on domesticating our entire world, we will become completely domesticated ourselves. And against the wild nature of the universe, then we just won't have a chance. Thanks for listening to episode one of Your Wild Place, brought to you by Friends of Scotchman Peaks Wilderness. For more information about the Friends, visit our website, scotchmanpeaks.org. This episode featured Heron, Montana native Sandy Compton reading his piece, Growing Up Wild. The hosts were Phil Huff and Britta Meyerly, edited by Ray Brown. Thank you to Boca, aka Ben Olson and Katie Archer, for our theme music. Your Wild Places next episode will feature some family storytelling about our feathered friends. Subscribe to Your Wild Place wherever you listen to podcasts.